Hey kids, thank you for joining us. Comedy on Vinyl Podcast this week. Brian Hall of the Movie Film Podcast talks about The Simpsons Sing the Blues. Um, we talk about The Simpsons for an hour and quote it for a, lo- a large period of the time. Um, not necessarily a standout album in terms of great Simpsons comedy. There's songs in the key of Springfield and stuff like that if you want samples of what's actually in the show. This is just the album that they use to promote the Bartman. Pardon me, do the Bartman. Co-written by Michael Jackson. Um, really, it's just an excuse to speak about The Simpsons and talk about how much we love it. So here you go. Enjoy. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us. Uh, this week I have Brian Hall from the Movie Film Podcast with me. Did I did I actually even say that properly? I just slurred that. The Movie Film Podcast. <laughs> so, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so I asked you what you wanted to talk about, and I'm so glad somebody finally picked something about The Simpsons. Yes. And I had no idea that Sims- Simpsons Sing the Blues was actually on vinyl. So, yeah, this right. Is great. The only Simpsons thing ever on vinyl. Um, did you own it or just? I actually did own it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Simpsons started uh, as a, its own series, I think, in 1990, yeah. or and uh, so I was 10 years old. I was mm-hmm. I was still in the demographic to uh, buy the album sure. related to a television show by cartoon characters. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you have it on vinyl? Did you have it uh, see a t- cassette? Uh, yeah, it was a tape cassette. Yeah, yeah. That would have been what I would have had too. Do you did you get it because of the Bartman, or did you get it just because it was a Simpsons? Probably just because it was Simpsons related. Yeah. But I do remember. Remember when you used to tape songs off the radio? Sure. I do remember having the radio version of "Do the Bartman." You know, the DJ talking <laughs> over the end. And you're like, "Shut up, shut up, it's over." Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I remember distinct because it was a show that I sadly did not watch the first few seasons just because it just wasn't a thing that was under on my radar right so i felt so bad at the time or still it, to this day it, no no when it was on originally the first two i want to say first two three seasons we mm-hmm. didn't really watch and i think the first thing we saw was like i don't remember the name of the episode but nelson says to bart you made me bleed my own blood oh yeah that's first season yeah yeah so yeah. okay so you know what so it, it must have been right after that season we started watching but it weirded me out made me uncomfortable my mom didn't know what the fuck the show was about she's like fuck this we're not watching this <laughs> so like we definitely had a stunted uh uh experience of the show so did you watch it from the beginning did you watch it like on tracy ellman and stuff or no yeah i wasn't aware of it i think i was too young kind of for Tracy, for Tracy Ellman yeah, even to understand it stuff. or be in it yeah into it but uh but I do remember it was a thing mm-hmm. where parents didn't let their kids watch the show oh yeah. yeah yeah which is funny because I grew up in a fairly conservative home mm-hmm. and not allowed to watch R-rated movies and right. things like that but somehow maybe be, you know under the guise of it being a cartoon my parents were like all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, I, I wasn't in one of those those homes I've watched them yeah, from the beginning. That's awesome. That's yeah. so good. Did did can you? I mean, can you trace how it affected your appreciation and love for comedy? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, on movie film, I do that show with two of my best friends, mm-hmm. Zaki Hassan and Sean Coyle, and we say that it's it's a language between us. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to actually say what we're feeling. Sometimes we'll just mm-hmm. say a Simpsons quote, of and course. that you know cover covers it. Yeah. So, I think. It's it's interesting because the show, if you do watch it from season one, I've heard a lot of people say they don't understand or get season one or okay. care for it at least. Okay, and then it you know turned into whatever it turned into. But I I think it was interesting because the way that it started so simple and a little more straightforward. Yeah, it was very easy to get into, and it gradually got more subversive yeah. and irreverent. And I was able to track with that, and I think it absolutely shaped my. Uh, what I found funny, yeah, and and then if you look at season 
feel like four or something when mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien started oh, writing yeah. for it, and it the writing you know there was more anarchy yeah definitely <laughs> in the comedy and it just naturally appealed to my senses and it pulled me along because it just kept topping itself and getting slightly weirder and slightly weirder yeah. and that I don't know that was the humor that then just started appealing to me it's funny to listen to this album though because it does seem tame oh yeah and not nearly it doesn't have much edge to it because yeah. it's just like bart putting mothballs in the beef stew yeah yeah <laughs> holy crap it's it's just like let's kind of like homogenize this so that we can sell a record but i mean it it i think it went platinum if i read correctly it might have i'm not like surprised platinum, yeah you know because it was it was huge i mean i own bart simpson hair gel so i mean if that, <laughs> really yes i did <laughs> i i should find a picture of me in fifth grade because i thought i was Bart. does it make your simpson. hair go in nine little points yeah right I, my hair was like Two, two inches spiked or something and like I really was trying and I don't know why uh, d- did it uh, I'm trying to did you ever own any other stuff like I mean were you like a big like I'll get as much Simpsons shit as I can like were you obsessive you know, over it or no? not really I, yeah. I don't know if I ever was totally like that anyway mm-hmm. I mean I liked what I liked and I had my Ninja sure. Turtles and my whatever but of course um, I never had remember there was another thing with the shirts there oh, was yeah. sort of being in elementary or middle school they had those mm-hmm. shirts with Bart that said uh, I'm an underachiever and proud oh, of it. Man, there was such and a schools banned that it. shirt. Yeah, it's sort of like that episode of The Simpsons where mm-hmm. I'm sure there it was a commentary on it where they had the down with homework shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody riots <laughs> <laughs> at the school. But uh, no, I mean, I think I had maybe like a, a Bart Simpson bendy toy or something. Mm-hmm. But that was that's all I can remember. Is it just more of an obsessive? I have to watch this every week thing. Yeah, I mean, I was taping them sure. you know, on VHS mm-hmm. and rewatching them and pausing you know i mean that's the first show i can remember where you'd pause it and you'd mm-hmm. find all these little easter eggs yeah. on lists and things that they'd be looking at yeah. yeah do you like um as far as referentially the show called back to so many like classic films sure tv oh, but mostly so many classic films and i remember when i was before i ever went into film school in high school i had this teacher who just did this whole did a whole one, one class was just all about how cinematic the simpsons was and that was what sort of made me realize holy fuck you're right like this is the most it was it was to tv what cable is now because it was as cinematic as you were ever going to get yeah uh so that must have struck a chord with you being a film obsessive yeah you know and and it was again perfect developmentally for me because there were things that i recognized like where they would have uh uh, senior spilbergo you know making the the et mr burns movie i'm like i I know et yeah but then i didn't at the time know the reference when homer is hoarding all the sugar Mm -hmm. and he says and at first you get the sugar then you get the power (laughs) then you get the women and and then years later when i saw scarface i was like what (laughs) i I can't to this day i'm still watching older films or obscure Mm -hmm. films or when i saw citizen kane for the first time i was like wow they have referenced this movie like a hundred times you could probably cut enough references from that show together and make the entire movie you know that's right. how it feels do you um the uh da, 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 son of a bitch this happens every episode i always <laughs> do this i uh, uh we were on such a good uh tangent there um do you watch it as religiously now um no yeah no you know i i, I don't Okay. What? <laughs> hey, Todd, just a second. I'm doing a show. Um, no, it's, you know, there's those camps that are now the Simpsons are dead to me. Right. And, you know, the Simpsons ended after season eight or ten yeah. or whatever. And I am one of those people. Uh-huh. But I, I guess I'm not as hateful about it. Like, yeah. I, I know a lot of people still watch it, enjoy it, and that's totally sure. great. But I think 
personally for me i stopped responding to it yeah maybe around seasons 10 or 11 but but what i think was so key and why this show wove itself into my dna so much is the fact that not only did it appeal to me but fox 32 in chicago mm-hmm. they re-ran it three times a day oh shit okay. every day yeah so and i watched it yeah. every time <laughs> so you know he came home and for a dinner i watched an episode or two and then before i went to bed i watched another one yeah so i mean it it was inevitable that it was going to ingrain itself sure but uh but those are the the dvds that i own are seasons one through eight yeah and those are the ones that i revisit and and when there's reruns on now which I think it's maybe even only one time mm-hmm. a day or something. But if it's after season 11, 12, like if I see the year 2000 on it, yeah. I probably won't tune in. But if yeah. I see 94, I'm like, oh, oh no, right, I'll of flip course. Over. Yeah. Did something specific, was there something specific you can remember or is it just, just in, stopped resonating with you? I think it just felt like, and it's inevitable. I mean, mm-hmm. they have 500 plus episodes yeah, yeah. and you have to evolve. And I think they just evolved in a way that, like, I mean, when it started, mm-hmm. those writers had a voice. Sure. And now the people writing for that show, I'm sure, are people my age who grew up with the show trying to imitate the right. voice. Right, right, right. And, um, yeah, it just felt like the nuance mm-hmm. sort of uh, evaporated. Mm-hmm. And it just got a little bit more on the nose. And, yeah. Um, I remember, like, specifically, I remember this interview with Harry Shearer, mm-hmm. where he was talking about doing the voice of Ned Flanders, and and what I, sort of on a tangent, I mean, that's that's what I, I loved about the show, was Ned Flanders was a religious guy, but he was a three-dimensional guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was flawed, and there's that whole episode where the hurricane takes down his house, and he really questions mm-hmm. his faith, and mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's really rich. Oh, yeah. And then uh, years down the road, uh, they, you know, wrote something for Ned to say, mm-hmm. and Harry Shearer's like, oh, Ned, Ned wouldn't say that. I mean, it's, you know, this, I, maybe it was like taking the Lord's name in vain or something, but it's like, sure. Ned, Ned would not do that. Yeah. And they're like, just say the line. Oh, you know, and it just seemed like they're like, you know what, we just... We're going to do whatever we do for a laugh. Yeah. Homer started getting hit in the head a lot. A lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> getting hammers in the eyeball uh-huh. and just sort of weird. And, and that's another thing, too. I mean, they I'd read that they put Itchy and Scratchy in the show mm-hmm. so you understood, you know, this cat gets its head cut off because mm-hmm. it's a cartoon. Sure. That can't happen to Homer. Right. Like, Homer right. gets hurt. Sure. And Homer gets his feelings hurt, and mm-hmm. you have to earn his feelings back. Right. But then after a while, they became Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. So that's when it sort of lost me. Let me start at the start, then take it away. My name is Simpson, Bartholomew J. That's Bart with an art and a capital B, then Simp plus S-O-N. That's me. Introductions aside, let's move right along. You can all sing along at the sound of the gong. Once upon a time, about a week ago, all of a sudden, trouble started to grow. Alarm was buzzing, I was snoozing. Supposed to get up now, but I was refusing to let reality become an intrusion. Cause in dreamy dreamland... I was cruising, but the buzz kept buzzing. My head kept buzzing, gave the radio a throw and heard an explosion. Opened up my eyes to my surprise. There stood Homer in his temperature rise. I was chilling, he was yelling. Face all distorted, cause he was propelling. It wasn't what he said, but more of his tone. The usual jive, put your nose to the grindstone. I said, I'm real sorry, but that didn't cut it. I started to protest, but Dad said, Shut it! Get up! Pull the lawn! Move it on the double! Cause if you don't, you're a deep, deep trouble! Obviously, 
you completely can relate with the um, wanting a paycheck of any of the actors, but you can tell oh. that they're still they still don't get paid well paid all that well for what they do for the longest running, you know, uh, TV uh, comedy. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it's... But let's talk about... I, I'm the one who put us down this path, Brian. That's sure. not fair. So let's go back to the positives of it. Yeah. Um, do you... I mean, does it... I guess we haven't talked much. We're mostly talking about the podcast, but about your podcast. But as far as, like, do you have any other specific comedy influences besides The Simpsons? Or, or do you... Yeah, let's just talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh... It's funny. I don't know that I think about it so much yeah. as as comedy in terms of comedy records or whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, John Hughes, I think mm-hmm. films. I, I'm kind of a movie guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think whenever I, I reference a film, because I, you know, I'm interested in writing and making movies and things like that. And mm-hmm. a movie I always reference that I <clears throat> admire is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, God, yeah. And there's something about the mixture of comedy and there's broad comedy in that sure. movie. But at the same time, there is just it, it's overflowing with heart. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always sort of responded to things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even, I don't know, it's funny kind of thinking back on it, just in the 90s, like the stuff that we liked. I mean, it was this weird mixture of broad, but I mean, you know, like your Ace Venturas sure. and your things like that. I remember there was a summer, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, Chris Wilkes, and when Ace Ventura came out on VHS, we were like, okay. We are going to watch Ace Ventura every day this summer. <laughs> yes. So at first it was really fun, and then it sort of became a chore, and we're like, let's right. just get this over with. Right. <laughs> and we like popping in. But uh, it's funny. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I, when I will catch it on Comedy Central, I'll notice that things I say in my everyday life, yeah. like my natural responses, I'm like, oh, I got it from that movie. That's fucking <laughs> That's amazing. I did that with Wayne's World one summer. So oh, totally oh Wayne's World is humongous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you... Were you as obsessive over, uh, well, obviously that movie, but obsessive over anything else as you were The Simpsons, or is there just something about that, that that's stuck in your gut? And why why do you think? I mean, what is it about that show? I mean, I know we're kind of going over it in general terms, but is there something about it that keeps those first eight seasons? They're still important. They haven't been tainted for you. No, and, and I get disappointed when I hear Matt Groening say that people are looking back in those seasons through rose-colored glasses and mm. and 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 I understand cuz yeah you do I do look at certain films that I found yeah. hysterical growing up and I'm like oh okay and they they don't hold up but I I do I really really do feel like those those episodes I mean you look at one of my when I ever I try to bring up my two favorite episodes or yeah. s- favorite episodes I either say uh, the monorail, of course, episode, yeah, and uh, the one where Bart sells his soul. Oh god! And it's funny because, I mean, I love those for alternate reasons. Yeah. I mean, the Bart selling his soul one is really funny, but there's like this little twinge of darkness oh, to definitely. it. Definitely, yeah. And and at the end, it ends almost syrupy mm-hmm. with with Lisa buying his soul back with yeah. money from her piggy bank. Yeah. And it's, I mean. To me, I don't see how that could ever be outdated. Like it yeah, touch, right. touched me back then, mm-hmm. and it touches me right now. And then when you look at the monorail, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the oh my gosh, when 
<laughs> when Marge finds someone to help Homer and she's speaking over the intercom, she's like, I got someone to help you. And he's like, is it a scientist? Or, or no, is it Batman? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's a scientist. He's like, Batman's a scientist. <laughs> it's not Batman. I mean, that's that's as true <laughs> today as it was back then. Oh, I mean, that stuff's timeless. Yeah. And not that there aren't dated things in there. Sure, sure. But it's, I think the, the comedy is timeless. And it's not... I think in a lot of ways, comedy now, and I, I like Family Guy, you know, sure. and I like the the comedy, the cartoons now, and, but it, it really is dependent now on sort of shocking you. For sure. And, 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 and you know, a lot of people say that the fa- Family Guy is just references. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways it is, and it even parodies itself that it is. But The Simpsons had references too. Mm-hmm. But I think what's interesting is that those references weren't just, and now remember this, Right, like they're woven into yeah. the narrative, like the trampoline episode, yeah. where uh, they get the trampoline and all the neighborhood kids are jumping on it, and they all get injured, and then the camera pans over and it shows that uh, "Gone with the Wind" yeah. shot of all the wounded soldiers, and it's so it's a clever reference, but it it uh, it matters, like yeah. it has to do with what's going on, right, right. So, so I don't know how that could ever become dated in yeah. a way. It doesn't. It 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 does seem like. Uh, I, I suppose trying to rewrite history and, and justify what you're doing now, even though he doesn't need to. The man's a billionaire or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Although right. I will say, like, Futurama, I feel like, actually is getting better with age. I don't know if you watch Futurama. I've heard that, and I have not. Yeah. I haven't started Futurama. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I, I I originally started watching it, and I mean, it, there's no point in trying to compare the two, although I did hear recently, even though Futurama's gone off the air, I read, I don't know if this is true, Somebody said there's going to be a crossover episode, which makes zero sense to me because they've they said since the beginning of Futurama that The Simpsons is not in the same universe. Mm. The Futurama Simpsons is a TV show in the Futurama universe. They've referenced The Simpsons on their show. Oh, that's I funny. Think. So I don't know how they would cross them over, but it's uh, and there's going to be a Family Guy yes, Simpsons yes. crossover. And which, then also, I mean, of course, I'll, I'll tune into that just out of curiosity. Here, an Adventure Time Futurama crossover in mm. this final season of Futurama. So I don't know why. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm sad that they're letting it go because I really do like that show, but, uh, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, well, you already answered the question what your favorite episodes are. Um, it seems to be, at least to me, like, again, those those first few seasons are, there's there's so much more, and I don't know how they accomplish this, I wonder what you, wonder what you think, so much more human than any other sitcom. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that is? If you agree, you don't have to agree with that. But it, to me, it feels so much more human, like you said, genuine in like, yeah. like that episode. Well, I think because in spite of it being a cartoon, I mean, it really does take its, uh, its like situations seriously. Like, you know, I'm, I don't know why this is the first show that came to my mind, uh-huh. but according to Jim, uh-huh. <laughs> who knows what that came oh, to my God. mind. But I mean, that was a popular show yeah. on a huge, you know, top three network and yeah. But it was really more about the laughs. Yeah. Or, or I, you know, the only reason, the only episode I've actually ever seen was that was a live taping. That's the, oh, really? a live taping I went to uh-huh. when I first moved out here. But uh, but I think, yeah, the Simpsons take it pretty seriously as much, as many jokes as there are. They take seriously what happens to their characters. I mean, Lisa is a rich character. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. I mean, Bart... Bart has things happen to him that he responds to in a realistic way, but I mean, I think especially Homer and Lisa, it seems, mm-hmm. you know, they get a lot of relatable emotion yeah. out of them and the things that happen to them. And I don't know. I, I think that's just it. They're 
well-established. And again, I'm referencing the earlier seasons. But uh, they put them in seemingly innocuous situations yeah, yeah. you know and, and another episode I guess that comes to mind offhand now is the uh, the Christmas episode where Bart steals the video game <laughs> and, and there's that you know at the beginning he's annoyed when Marge sings her little sleepy right. time song to him in yeah. bed but then after he steals the game mm-hmm. you know he hears her sing the song to his sister and is like oh boy here she comes yeah. and then she comes in his room and just says good good, oh, good night yeah. and then walks away oh, I mean it doesn't matter oh. if it's animated or not that no. that that hurts yeah 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 so and you can feel that disappointing your mother mm-hmm. so I think it's just the fact that they even have moments like that sure, sure. that's what what gets its hooks in you I feel like visually it is pretty timeless too I mean, I could be wrong, but in in that it's a show from the late '80s, it's kind of weaves in this '50s '60s kitsch where they're clearly yeah. like living in that period. It's at least it's at least going to span 50 or 60 years where it's not going to feel totally out of place, you know, visually. Yeah, and having them look so bizarre, yeah, and have different, you know, yellow colored skin, it almost mm-hmm. just puts it in a whole it, how it can't become dated in some ways. Technology, of course, sure, you know, and things like that. But yeah. Did you have you ever met anybody who was on the show? Uh, I've met Harry Shear. Yeah, I worked uh, on uh, in post production on For Your Consideration, oh, right, Christopher yeah. Guest film, which Harry Shear was in, mm-hmm. and he came into the editing offices, and I got to oh, chat with him a little bit, which was really cool. How'd that go? Like, did you talk about The Simpsons? You know, it's funny because I wasn't going to. I had a couple pictures up uh-huh. on my wall, <laughs> like the one uh, where Bart is learning mini golf. He's, mm-hmm. you know, Lisa's training him for the championship, yeah. and he's doing the Karate Kid pose on the trash can. <laughs> yes, I had that above my desk, and um, I, like I said, I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. I don't really approach celebrities; I just try to act sure. casual. But sure. uh, someone brought up The Simpsons and and me, and Harry goes, "Oh, are you a fan?" and Oddly enough, Christopher Guest goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know why, because I don't remember talking about it very much with That's him. That's funny. <laughs> but he goes, oh, okay. And this was right before the movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he seemed a little coy, I think, once he knew that I was a fan. I mm-hmm. mean, in the internet age, he probably didn't want me uh, of course. blabbing about plot points and stuff. But he, sure. he just, you know, brought up the movie. and That's awesome. I don't know. It, was, it wasn't a lot, but it was, it was still pretty cool to That's hear. I mean, in, in his cadence... Yeah, is so clear in all the characters that he does. So mm-hmm. just hearing Principal Skinner <laughs> talk to you about, you know, like, so how are things going in the office? You know, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty oh, surreal. That's amazing. Yeah. Smithers, huh? turn on the surveillance monitors. Yes, sir. It's worse than I thought. Each morning at nine. They trickle through the gate. They go home early. They come in late. Reeking of cheap liquor, they stumble through the day. Never give a thought to honest work for honest pay. I know it shouldn't vex me. I shouldn't take it hard. I should ignore their capering with a kingly disregard. But look at all those idiots. Oh, look at all those boobs. An office full of morons. A factory full of fools Is it any wonder that I'm singing, singing the blues? Harris is a heavy burden, sir I'm just getting started I'm trying to think, not that this is about me This is about the thing that you love and about a particular album But 
one of my favorites, and I I don't know if it's a great one, but there's some real in the 22 films about Springfield. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you do you recall that episode? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, <laughs> I love that fucking episode. Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a fan favorite as much, but I still think this scene between Chalmers. And oh my Skinner, goodness! Yeah, where he calls them steamed hams. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Aurora Borealis <laughs> in your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see it? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm so fucking good. It's one of my favorite sets of lines uh, of comedy ever. Yeah. Um, oh, I, wait, I should add one more thing. Yes, uh, just yes, yes. about meeting uh, people. I met uh, Mark McJimsey, uh-huh. and I was in for an interview uh, at a company that he works at, okay. and I was interviewed by him. Mm-hmm. And he was an editor on the show. Okay. And so I was trying to hold back mm-hmm. my of you course. know fanboy love. Yeah. And, but I was at the same time trying to extract stories from right. him. And so in doing that, he was like, well, you know, uh, I, I was saying that I enjoyed the rhythm of the show. Mm-hmm. It, it was very natural, but at the same time, um, bonkers. Yeah. I and mean, it's just sort of a weird bonkers sort of like energy on the show. And mm-hmm. and he goes, yeah, you know, for instance, you know, we had this episode where, you know, Sideshow Bob is stepping on these rakes. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> I, I know that. And he goes, well, when I was cutting that, I realized it was funnier the longer it went on and i was like whoa 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 <laughs> you you created that moment extending he goes yeah yeah because we just uh, no 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 I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like that's do you understand that's like influential yeah like that's a oh, yeah. classic moment and he's yeah. like oh well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and then i realized i was like okay okay shut up are you gonna stop talking to you <laughs> yeah i guess it's true too because uh, normally if you're gonna i'm uh, gonna get a little technical because i add it too i not at that level but uh, now that you make me think about it, it's weird how much I can remember about it if you make me think about the editing of it. It's the same exact sound effect whenever he goes, Yep. It's exactly the same. It's yep. not a different... Normally, if you edit, you want two different takes, of even if it's the same noise, and you can alternate them. But yeah, now that you say that, holy crap. Just yeah. repeated it. Fuck, that's good. And as far as I can remember, aside from maybe something like Zucker Brothers, yeah. it was one of the first instances I personally remember of something being funny mm-hmm. and then going on too long to be funny yeah. and becoming funny for that reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did uh, this can be a sore spot for many people. Did you see the movie? I did. You had to. Have. Did you like it? Uh, you know, I did. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it feels sort of removed from the series for me a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So in that way, I think I don't. It's, it's now for the first time at a loss for words, <laughs> but uh, it you know it it did a good balance of being clever I think and yeah. having a lot of clever visual gags, yeah. but it also did weave in some of the more on the nose mm-hmm. sort of generalized humor that was a little less nuanced, right? Um, and Homer you know getting punched in the face a lot and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. So it, you know I mean I don't watch it. No, a lot, yeah. but yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing them on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you been up to all the Simpsons crap at Universal? Uh, like here in Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know why I asked that. I just <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, I love that crap. Well, I mean, even as silly as it is that they have the whole Quickie Mart store. Oh, I love that. Shit. I mean, so it's a gift shop, but I'm like, yeah. I'm in the Quickie Mart. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck! Like, I could not wait for that thing to open up. It's a little less genuine than I'd like. It's okay. I yeah. want to be able to actually buy like way more products. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you remember that when they did that 7-Eleven? When the movie was coming out, they did mm-hmm. that promotion at oh, 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they converted them into Quickie Marts and they had Buzz Cola and Krusty O's. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, you want to go down the track list and talk about sure, the Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I mean honestly, these are not nearly as influential as uh, as the show, but it's fun to like really sit and talk about. I, I should have pulled it up on mine, actually. I did not. Yeah, I have it sort of right here. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let's start with Do the Bartman. Let's. let's <laughs> the hit let's. single. Oh, my God. <laughs> Counting them down. Do the Bartman. <laughs> Your request and dedication. Yeah. Written, co-written by Michael fucking Jackson. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? And it, and it references Michael Jackson at least two times. <laughs> yeah. It's like, eat your heart out, Michael, some bullshit like that. Oh, oh I forgot about that. I remember, uh, uh, if you do the part, you're bad, like Michael Jackson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was watching, like, I had to pull it up on my phone today, so it showed the, uh, quote-unquote, uh, official video. Which, oh, yeah. First of all, looks like shit. Yeah, it looks terrible. And I, I don't want to say that because it was directed by Brad Bird, of all people. Interesting. Yeah, I had no... I knew he worked I on The Simpsons, but I didn't know he did this. And it's like, it's clearly was like slapdash. They like... Really? There's yeah. a lot of like... They took like this this plate of The Simpsons and waved it to make it look like they were walking. <laughs> really bad. Really <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Really bad. Um, doesn't matter. Like, it's it's it still sticks in your fucking head. Yeah. Like this. And although... I think the greatest thing ever to come out of the Bartman, though, is might have been, and I don't know if that's anywhere in the season one to eight, where they reference where where Bart tries to bring it back just for like a second. Like he's like, oh hey, yeah, don't you remember I, I did the Bartman. Yeah. I don't remember what the fucking reference is. Do you remember that? Is that I, I don't either actually. I know I do know yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember what episode that was. It's one of my favorite things ever because I I do like when they just rake themselves over the coals. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Remember this awful fucking shit we did? Yeah. Oh my god. Sort of in the I didn't do it episode. Oh yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Oh definitely. Oh that whole fucking episode. Oh my god. Yeah, That's, that thing's amazing. Oh, and then he just peters out right at the end. It's so sad. Like this tale of like tragic fate and 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 falling out of favor with the public but with a seven-year-old kid right but that's what's going to happen to honey boo boo so it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like that's the kind of shit that's happening yeah now. a frightening um, vision of things to come exactly <laughs> i don't i've already i listened to it today and i've already forgotten what's school day i've already forgotten do you recall you know there's certain i remember a lot of these but i okay. don't recall school day all right honest. I, I yeah I totally totally lost on which what that could possibly be. Then like a lot of these are covers. Born yeah. under a bad sign. Yeah, that's um, Homer, right? Yeah, I kind of remember him. And, uh, they're put that together up. really well. The yeah. best singer of the group though is Yardley Smith. Like her yeah. voice, she's got such an amazing voice. Yeah, even when she's doing it in Lisa's voice. Yeah, I, although that's mostly her real voice. She's got, yeah, she's such a this tiniest boy because I, I remember seeing her in City Slickers and being blown away like holy fuck she actually talks like that. <laughs> right. It right really like she's the only person on the show who can't do another voice I think yeah just about and then if she does it's I, I think she has once or twice and it becomes it's mm-hmm. painfully obvious do you, uh, do you have a favorite voice actor or a favorite character on the show mm, that's a good question that's hard right like it's really hard yeah I mean it is hard. I mean because. If you really want to think about it, I, I suppose it's Homer because he's mm-hmm. experienced the most things yeah. and you can sort of relate to him. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd call him my favorite character, but I thought one of the most interesting things they did was the Frank Grimes episode. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they bring in this character who's <laughs> almost like an, a disgruntled viewer of the show. Yeah. Like, how, you've been, you know, hates Homer because he's like, you've been to space. You've done all these things. It makes no sense. You have a horrible job, but you have this beautiful house, an awesome wife. I remember Bart owns a factory in that episode. He's like, your your ten year old son owns a factory, <laughs> and and his anger basically leads his to his death. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It's such a. 
I mean, again, I, I don't remember exactly what year that was, but being in my teens mm-hmm. and still having my comedy sensibilities developed, it mm-hmm. was an interesting, dark, yeah, but referential mm-hmm. sort of humor. So it's <laughs> a good call. Ron yeah. Grimes is really good. My favorite very small bit character was probably Handsome Pete. <laughs> oh, that's handsome Pete. He dances for nickels. <laughs> Pete, come on, you got a customer. <laughs> oh my god! I remember oh the way he's animated. Ever. It's so like over oh, the, so the da, 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 so with this accordion. Creepy. <laughs> I think I probably crusty episodes are probably my favorite. Actually. I love crusty. I don't know why. Remember when he has the crusty comedy classic, but it's like K K K. Oh boy! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get in trouble for that one. I don't remember what he said. He's gonna get a lot of letters for that one. That is, oh my god, that's one of my favorite fucking things. Um, sorry, people, I'm pouring water out of a glass bottle, and it's so fucking noisy. I apologize. It is this a is cool just, bottle, though. It's a nice it. bottle. Thank you, Joe Nicky, by the way. I'll just say thank you to Joe Nicky and Tyler for this, and Cooper, their son. And while we're at it, their dog, Bodie. Thank you for that as well. Um, so then, let's see. Uh, is there got? another song on here? We could go through them all, but is there another one that's There's one like... that uh, I remember, Mr. Burns. Look at all those idiots. Yes. I, I will admit, I actually kind of like that song. Yeah, it's kind of well put together. <laughs> it's, it's a really... Yeah, it gets in your gets in your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of rappy, even though we know that Harry Shearer can sing. We yeah. know he, he can sing, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it's, it's but it's also it's it's so funny it's so of its time because if you're listening he's like he tells Smithers to play that guitar or something it's like oh I haven't played in a long time yeah something like that and like oh yeah when he's like <laughs> rocking out it's like it's a little uncomfortable but the rest of it's it's like it's it's pretty well put together yeah. I just wonder if it was written, and I, I didn't look it up. I don't know if these were written by Simpsons show writers or if they were written by songwriters. That so is a very good question. I didn't look that up. Yeah, I didn't I either. You think... I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, I'm the dick. I'll, I'll join you. Up. I'll join you in that corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did you like, was this something you listened to a lot and wore out? Or was it something you're like, oh, that was fun? And You know, probably somewhere in between. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because, you know, at the same time I was probably in a, well, I still like Weird Al, but I, mm. I was probably listening to even worse and oh, sure. off the deep end or whatever. And mm-hmm. those I wore out. Yeah, I definitely wore out. But I think because they remind you of songs that you know, so in a way you're almost enjoying a song that you already like yeah. with the funny lyrics. And I think I do remember listening to 
Simpsons sing the blues, but I don't remember exactly wearing it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to find too if they had if there was a single of the Bartman. I have to assume there was a single of the Bartman. I swear there was a, a like a more detailed video of it than what I found online, where he's got like this. There at one point there was a Bartman costume, right, where he's got the fucking yeah. like, a cowl and a cape. Yeah, and I, I couldn't. I didn't do enough research to find out, but I swear there was a more like detailed, nicer video. But I guess it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, think. Mm-hmm. I mean, now with cable television being what it is, and there's yeah. so many choices. I mean, I talk about this with friends. You know, it, there was the opportunity for things to become phenomenon sure. back then because you had the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. and you had the Simpsons, and you had, you know, four big networks. Oh, yeah. And so if a cartoon, whether or not you watched it to have this music video debut on primetime television Mm -hmm. as an event right you know between commercials and then to have it played on what would be the equivalent of kiss fm back then right there's no way Mm -mm. that would happen right now no not at all yeah it's impossible there's just too many venues yeah and i I guess that's one uh, the simpsons is lucky that it's still I mean that it still has an audience. Yeah, and this is we were talking about Fox. Yes, we were talking about Fox okay. and how they were uh, how the Simpsons is lucky to still have an audience because uh, the venues there's just too many venues now. Right, and then the battery cut out because I'm an unprofessional asshole. So <laughs> continuing on, <laughs> no. I swear to God, it said full batteries. There's something wrong with this. <laughs> Anyhow, Brian's a very nice man, and uh, let's continue with your thoughts. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I just I find it interesting that in some ways, I mean, you look at Fox when it was this you know, fringe mm-hmm. network at the time trying to even get ABC or NBC to acknowledge it existed. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have the Simpsons going toe to toe with the Cosby show. Sure. And, uh, I'm trying to remember where I was reading about this recently. They, they have a, uh, an excellent book. It's mm-hmm. so I didn't even think about it. I, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's an oral history, uh-huh. uh, uh, about the Simpsons. And they talk about how Fox wanted it you know moved it to specifically compete with the cosby show okay and then it eventually beat the cosby show and it's crazy and it's funny because yeah it's still going strong now but it's interesting too i mean when the show started uh they had james l brooks Mm -hmm. behind them yeah and so network had no idea what they had on their hands right they got james l brooks being like look okay we'll do this show on your network but we never have to take one note yeah, 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 yeah. And so, it, I mean, it's interesting. You look at how that worked out and pretty damn good. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. letting them be what they were. Mm-hmm. And here we are 20-some years later. Yeah. You know, almost probably going to be 30 years later, and it's yeah. still going the way that it they is. They still take advantage of, you know, shitting on Fox as often as they yeah. really can, which is <laughs> right. still some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. I, I love when they tear it tear it down. I, I And I was actually thinking about this earlier uh, about what – what it is about the Simpsons that's uh, like uh, sort of reflects the pure um, just the pure goals of humor like in general it reflects the I'm gonna get like way too pretentious about it but the tearing down of ignorance in general like uh-huh. when I remember the first time when when they did an episode can't remember which episode it was but when it was a just a stupid crowd of people saying something stupid, be I was like, like the boy, oh probably. My God, it, I think that might be it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God, you're right. That is what the world out the, out, outside is. And and I was growing up in a very small town of 200 people. Yeah. So it's like you relate to like hating mob mentality yeah. and hating ignorance, and then this cartoon somehow gives you this right. like, yeah, don't worry, you're not alone. 
most 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 people in groups are stupid right you know and and like again the, the pretentious way for me to say it is tearing down of ignorance but just like just revealing helping you feel like you're not alone i don't know did you ever have that with the show like yeah yeah no i think it's funny you say that because my brother and i who are equally his big fans i mean we talk about that a lot the mm-hmm. whole mob mentality i mean they go back to that a lot yeah, yeah. and it's funny because uh with the monorail, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, they, I mean, the whole joke of that episode is that they have this money and then, uh, their streets are cracked and broken. And yep. you remember the, the, um, wasn't it like a popcorn truck filled with popcorn seeds falls into a hole, blows up <laughs> and all the popcorn, fills <laughs> up. but, uh, uh, they're like in the song, I remember main streets still all cracked and broken. Sorry, mom, the mom has spoken. Yeah. You know, they're take, they're so easily taken by a huckster so good. and they put in this, you know, crappy monorail and it's. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's oh. it's over the top and silly, but kind of relatable. Yeah, and yeah, a commentary in a way. Oh, Lyle Landley is one of my favorite. <laughs> I mean, Phil Hartman was my hero. Oh my goodness, we did a whole episode on him. We did a live episode on him of this show. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, fucking Lyle. Like I, that that my dream I think was to do like voice work with Phil Hartman of some at some point. Yeah. So that that's that's one of the reasons that stands out also because Conan's my fucking hero. So it's it is like one of the best just. And I don't know why. It is one of the silliest, craziest episodes, like you say. Yeah. I mean, it ends with with that escalator to nowhere. Yeah. And that popsicle skyscraper <laughs> and the world's largest magnifying glass. <laughs> right, right, oh, right. it's perfect escalation. Yeah. It's just so fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. I, I actually, this is a weird story and totally, it's, it's, it's an aside, but it relates to the monorail. Uh, I moved to Chicago for college. Uh, right after it, like a month after September 11th. So mm. anytime I had to go to the airport, I I had, you know, there's extra screening, and I was always afraid of some somebody giving me shit because I was a long hair. And uh, after I shaved my head, I decided like the thrift shops in Chicago are fucking amazing. Uh-huh. First of all, so good and so cheap. I bought an out. I made the Lyle Landley outfit, <laughs> and I decided I wasn't going to wear this at home. I would wear it onto the plane, and. uh like, I, I'm dressed up like this, like a fucking asshole, going through security. <laughs> but the dumb asshole thing I really did was was to put everything in my pockets in the in my little tray to scan. Yeah. My ticket gets lost in the scanning machine. And I was really convinced I was get, being given shit because I was dressed like Lyle. <laughs> Not because I was a dumbass who lost my ticket in the machine. Right, so right. there I am, dressed in a bow tie. I've got a boater in my hand. <laughs> and I'm giving shit to a TSA guy. And, uh, yeah, that's just, that's, that's one of the weird things that I've done in life. Oh, that's how influential the monorail episode is on me. Well, do you, do you have, uh, favorite episodes? I mean, that is probably it. Yeah. Um, oh, I was thinking about I mean, that's, earlier. And, and, and knowing that Conan, yeah. he really wasn't there for that long. No. But his influence oh, yeah. had a ripple effect, I think, that still carries through mm-hmm. the day. I mean, he, like I said, he in- introduced the anarchy yeah. to the comedy. And he, in- oh, what characters did he invent? Uh, the, um... The captain, the sea captain, sea captain. I think is his. Yeah, uh, which when you watch his humor, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, like a guy who just says "yar" all the time. Is, right, it just feels like Conan. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I feel like it said, even though there've been plenty of Harvard guys there and si- then before and since, like he seemed to be the weirdest fucking guy. Yeah, but I mean, that episode was pretty pivotal. Yeah, I mean yeah. where it stepped into, if you want to call it wackiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it's also this. It's got this hugely epic scale. It's very fast, like excessively fast paced. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. There's and like, if I remember right, uh, Leonard Nimoy actually does teleport away at yes, the end. He <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. And yeah. I can't. Re- what's his final? I don't remember what his final line is, but it's something. Oh, he's like, uh, my work here is done, or something. Yeah. Like, but you didn't do anything, <laughs> didn't I? Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that reminds me too. I I thought of a story when you when you'd mentioned Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. I mean, this goes to show again the influence this show had on a young Brian Hall's mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, whereas. Okay, so thinking of Lionel Hutz, mm-hmm. the lawyer that Phil Hartman played. <laughs> um, Sorry. What is it? His now bi- I'm thinking of my favorite lines. Sorry. <laughs> well, remember he had the business card. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was, uh, they're like, well, it says works on contingency, no money down. Mm-hmm. And then he adds the punctuation. He's like, works on contingency? Question mark. No, no. comma. Money, money down, down. Exclamation point. And so, <laughs> so I remember when my brother and I were younger. I don't uh-huh. know if I'm going to get arrested for bringing this up. But there was the sign by my house it said uh uh what was it stop on no stop on red uh-huh no stop on red yeah yeah yeah. or no right turn what, what am i thinking of why am i having a hard time with this uh no right turn on no red. turn on no. red yeah, yeah yeah okay so we took a marker and we put no comma turn on red exclamation <laughs> point and i mean you think about some other kid yeah. you know just writing just like screw you yeah, or something. Right, right, I mean, right. you know like, like gang signs or Christmas yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're like doing punctuation humor that's I mean amazing. that's that's what the show did to oh, me oh that's good be my besides gill lionel hutz gill, might yeah. be my favorite remember his uh, other business card he's like it's also a sponge yes, that's right <laughs> wait but what's wait there's uh uh what's the pizza joke there's a uh, oh shit i can't remember what it is where he, oh, oh I d- it's, it's so loose of an idea it's like i, I can remember. see it yep, yep. yeah ah, your honor i call for a bad court thingy yeah you mean a mistrial yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah yeah oh, and when the, the, he's trying to get uh a poo to remember the color tie that he's wearing uh-huh and he's like, it was a, a tie in a double Windsor knot. He's like, oh, is that what you think? Turn around trying to take the tie off real quick. And he's just like, because if it is, I have something to say to you. <laughs> I'm not wearing a tie at all. It's so funny, too, because everybody remembers Troy McClure more, but I, I really do think Lionel Hutz might, might be my favorite character yeah. of all time. And then, well, where's my Troy McClure toy? I actually don't know. I have a doll of him. I don't have a lot of Simpsons stuff. I do have my Homer slippers back here, but I don't have... Yeah. Sorry, you were saying? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm just... I'm, now, I'm, now we're just turning this into a <laughs> love fest of quotes. But like, That's fine. And then when he, he, he was bringing up some details of a case, and he's mm-hmm. like, how about that? He's like, these books, aside from making my office, you know, <laughs> look good. They're also filled with useful information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And, uh, 
I'm trying to remember, like, I can't remember what the first celebrity appearance mm. on the show was. Obviously, the Michael Jackson Albert one Brooks, was really fun. But even though he wasn't oh, playing yeah, himself. Right. Yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's 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 a good point. He, he And then he's since done a few, but that was probably the most memorable character. But hasn't he come on as other characters? As other characters. Times? I mean, yeah. um, the is the Bond villain boss. Why am I forgetting? I'm having a brain Scorpio. Scorpio. Hank yes, Scorpio, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, that is a... <laughs> An amazing, uh, amazing episode. Uh, you know, oh, that was another thing you wanted to bring up, too, though. There are a ton of albums, of soundtrack albums that came yeah. out. Like, two or three, right? Yeah. And I had the first two. Songs in the that. Key of Springfield. And then the other Probably one. the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, both really good. Although, it's funny, because I, I know when I got the second one, by that point, I just hadn't been watching The Simpsons as much yeah. lately, because I think I'd been going into college or something. And so, I was like, what the fuck is this from? So, I had to actually catch up on the show to know have some context right. to them but they're all so good their music is i mean it stands up like mm-hmm. it's very very well written and yeah. it's interesting because they're emulating different things mm-hmm. i mean the 101 dalmatian <laughs> parody episode <laughs> see my vest yeah. i mean it sounds it's like a disney song yeah it's brilliant you know yeah oh my god and it's mostly what alf clausen doing that i think if i remember yeah. correctly he did it's so good Amazing. at like mimicking people like yeah the, like the philip glass theme that they did um mm-hmm. oh, do you remember when they did uh the opening episode in bart it's uh, a parody of raiders of the lost ark oh yes and bart is stealing the penny jar from mm-hmm. homer's room and it's like and <laughs> they do play the indie theme mm-hmm. but they also uh, you know, sort of extend it, mm-hmm. and it's so Williams esque. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. And that's a, it, it's one of those things where they again, it's not a show that's about like I don't know if you, have you ever seen the show Spaced? You watched? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that show. That show's a little more. I won't say heavy-handed, but it's a little more obvious with its with its homage. Yeah, like all of Edgar Wright's stuff is like that, and that's okay. You accept it because yeah. it's woven into really good story, really good characters. But The Simpsons is one of those shows that. Like you say, it will weave in. It's not a show that's about homage right. at all. Right. But it wouldn't be that show without, like, just... It's thick with homage. But yeah. It's not about that, you know, in the same way as other shows are, you know. It's not yeah. like, hey, we really love this work. Why don't... We're not... It, it's... it's Yeah, I don't know. It just weaves it in in just this beautiful fucking way. Yeah. And not to insult Edgar Wright, because I, des- no, I desperately it. want Edgar Wright on the show. Love, I, at World's End, I, <sighs> I'm, i like, counting I, the days. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got my tickets for the Arclight 3 trilogy oh did you? i oh, saw that God, i saw I they so were doing excited. that yeah i don't know i'm gonna stay awake i mean i'll be excited but like from five o'clock to what one in the morning or some shit yeah God, <laughs> oh i'm excited though i'm an old man that that, <laughs> that that sounds difficult it's a thursday night though anyway <laughs> what we're saying is we love edgar wright oh absolutely uh and simon pegg and nick frost mm-hmm. and uh, martin freeman good big fan of yours <laughs> hattie considine's in the movie also really big fan there's a lot of people i would also like to say hey guys Hey guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, do you have a favorite song of this? Let's just go in all of the Simpsons since we you we both had those soundtracks. Hmm. Some of them grew on me after having that soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, who needs the Quickie Mart? Oh, it's good. is a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I know this isn't original necessarily, but when uh, Homer leaves work and he starts singing the Flintstones. Oh God! Songs. Yes. Oh, that might be one of my Simpson. favorite moments ever. Homer Simpson. <laughs> He's about to hit a chestnut tree. Ah! <laughs> Fucking perfect. That yeah. is perfection. Yeah. And again, like it's 
it doesn't need to happen. There's no reason for right. that to happen. It's no, doesn't matter. Not at all. It, it doesn't come back at any point in the episode. It doesn't matter other than that Homer Simpson is the modern-day Fred Flintstone. That's the best way to reference it. But then also real, also to point out he's th- so much more retarded. <laughs> so much more retarded that he's narrating his own life. And, and for, oh, God, it's just so damn good. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if, if I go through, I mean, I love... Um, the We Do... Oh, the Stonecutters. Yes, I'll just, I'll that's an amazing. Oh, no, it's good. That's an amazing fucking. Uh, that's, yeah. that's an amazing episode in general. Patrick yeah. Stewart is on it. Uh, there's a little alien that's part of the Stonecutters <laughs> for some fucking reason. <laughs> Who keeps uh, the Martians under wraps? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. This is so fun geeking out on this stuff with oh, you, yeah. by the way. Right? Oh, yeah. I know. I love it. I love it. This is. Oh God! I, you're making me remember how much I love The Simpsons. It's yeah. nice because again, I don't own any of the shows on DVD, so I just kind of hope to catch them on TV because I was like. I think in my mind is like I'll wait till the show's over and I'll buy a box set, but like I don't think I need. Yeah, to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I need to at all. Yeah. Are, uh, this give me a weird like side thing and nerdy thing that might bore people, but uh, do you like listen to the commentaries and stuff on those DVDs? <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, actually, yeah. It, it's funny because uh, this is a safe place. I can admit yes, 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 <laughs> my yes. depths of nerdiness. <laughs> um, there was uh, I work in entertainment, yeah. and so there are bouts between jobs where you're unemployed. Sure. It's, it's normal. You know, you're off for days, weeks, maybe sometimes months and yeah. you start another show. So there was a, a particularly long bout that I was going, going through. So I was like, you know what? I'm just kind of during lunch, I'm going to watch like two or three episodes. I've seen them so many times I could, you know, say them out loud <laughs> to the television. So I'm going to listen to the commentaries. Yeah. And I mean, you know, some are better than others, but I mean, I found it really, really interesting. Yeah. And they had the showrunners, you know, during their, times and then certain showrunners came back and I start yeah. to get their personalities That's and the funny. things that they found interesting and mm-hmm. um, their points of view and I yeah it was it was very interesting and they talk about you know having some of the more larger than life guests that they had like Michael Jackson right and they talk about what it was like to do the table read quote unquote because they mm-hmm. took it to his oh right yeah his place uh-huh and uh, yeah and then one, one of the writers talks about having to sit next to him and just like I'm sitting next to Michael Jackson <laughs> you know <laughs> So it's yeah, they're filled with sort of interesting tidbits, and it's weird too because that show's got its own form of celebrity now. Where if you knew anybody, it was, most of people are going to be anonymous though. Like if Conan O'Brien had never had his own TV show, sure. If you sat next to him in a restaurant, you would you know would know the yeah. real guy. So it's this weird invisible celebrity thing where and only, even some of them, yeah, like yeah, Her- or uh, what's his name, Dan Castellaneta. Oh yeah, I mean, I doubt most people would recognize him right it's public, true yeah. and actually there are a couple other character actors who look enough like him that they could be mistaken for him sure. so he blends in totally yeah. julie kavner hasn't done like tv tv since probably rhoda right maybe harry Shearer is a lot more visible than the other guys and hank azaria obviously who by the way hank azaria i love your acting and i think you're great but whenever i see your muscles i just want to tell you to fuck off <laughs> that man is in way too good a shape he's, yeah and he's not way older than me, but he's old enough that he shouldn't be in that kind of shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> but but also, he I felt I feel like he's got the most range because like eventually once I realized that he did this voice and this voice, I had no fucking idea. Yeah. That it was him. Sometimes he does I mean, so you know, many voices. Like uh, I don't think maybe Mo was one of the ones I didn't realize because you don't oh. picture it coming out of his face. Yeah. There are a couple Apu. I think everybody knew. Yeah. But then yeah 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 and then Quimby and mm-hmm. yeah God yeah and I forget yeah. So amazing. That was if, you know, people are interested, I think on YouTube you can find the Inside the Actor Studio oh, yeah. episode where they're all on there and then they 
at the end they basically just do this free for all where they do all the voices that they oh it's amazing they do and it's it's weird to see them come out of their mouths yeah especially when you have to watch the faces people make to to make certain voices yeah like how do they have to scrunch up because like the way dan castellaneta does his face to do homer yeah he purses his mouth a little and it's so fucking weird to watch yeah i love that stuff um i also i was looking up today i apparently dan castellaneta did an album called i am not homer Oh, really? Yeah, like 2002. It's just old sketches that he had written and performed with his wife years ago in Chicago when they were sketch people. But uh, no, cat, do not come in here right now. Sorry, love you. See, every, every once in a while we have some very kind people who are allergic but still come on anyway, and I do appreciate guilty, you guilty as charged. <laughs> listen to any like vinyl comedy as a kid was it something that was in the house you know i got into comedy w- when i was older i think the first it's funny because this doesn't feel old to me but mm-hmm. i guess maybe if i was talking to someone younger than me now it would yeah but uh the first comedy album i really remember is they're all gonna laugh at you yeah adam sandler yeah and i remember getting that i was i think it was a tape and going over to my friend's house because he was sick. Mm-hmm. And so I just brought it over, and we both listened to it for the first time. <laughs> oh, no. And we're just in tears. I bet. I, I mean, bet. in tears. Yeah. And, and it was, it's interesting because, yeah, it's not stand-up. It's mm-hmm. just these sketches yeah. that you can, you know, only listen to. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, once I got older, and then, yeah, you, you know, hearing Steve Martin's albums. Oh, and yeah. I remember someone showing me Cheech and Chong's albums. Oh, you know, sure. and, and, you know, like I said, again, the older I got, I think yeah. I became more aware of that and then mm-hmm. uh, more recently you know mitch hedberg and of course yeah. all those. okay uh let's see what do i normally ask okay so here's this is some people say here's what i'll ask you i i normally ask people if you're going to recommend this album to somebody who's never heard of it and somehow has never heard of the simpsons yeah <laughs> like i normally say why would you recommend <clears throat> this album but i don't know if you <laughs> would would you I would not. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> I think it would be for people who are interested in culture. Yeah. It's an interesting relic. Yes. And I would recommend the Do the Bartman music video. Uh, of course. Yeah. So they can understand how, what a phenomenon <clears throat> excuse me, this used to be. Yeah. And also how over time something can evolve yeah. and grow and become better and better and better. Right. Um, because that was in its earliest incarnation. Sure. Um, but yeah, not as pure entertainment. Yeah, and out of, out, yeah, out of context, this doesn't work. You're not going to get a feel for The Simpsons if you somehow are coming from a planet that doesn't have The Simpsons no. on it. No, it just occurred to me. By the way, there are 23 year olds who have never lived in a world where there is no Simpsons. Yes, that's upsetting. I met. I in fact, in my last uh, movie that I worked on, I worked with uh, a girl 
who was 22 or 23 uh-huh. and I, I was trying to ex- she said something about we were talking about influences and I said the Simpsons mm-hmm. and she didn't understand I was like no, no no like you don't understand like they were like this because she's only ever known them to be on and yeah. frankly and again I don't want to sound like a hater but they've really been less than sure. now sure. longer than yeah. when they were going you know comedy gold right. full, going full steam right so it's I had to explain it to her. Basically, when she was too young to really watch television, <laughs> that's when you know they yeah they were what they were. That's upsetting to me. <laughs> yeah, not too upsetting. Um, so before we go, yeah, I want to make sure everybody listens to the movie film podcast. Yeah, yeah, you can find uh, movie film podcast. Our most recent episode, we had uh, Ashton Kutcher. Um, talking with our co-host Zaki Hassan about his new film Jobs and you can find us on iTunes uh, at facebook.com slash moviefilmpodcast and at moviefilmpodcast.com yeah that's awesome yeah do you guys talk about Pirates of Silicon Valley at any point in that episode you know I rewatched it recently <laughs> yeah. for that very reason yeah and uh, I I we t- I think we've talked about it more off the air than we did actually on the air yeah but uh yeah, no. No. <laughs> it's a good movie though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I wish I, I I wish I didn't like it. I don't really care about Steve Jobs, but I really like Pirates of Silicon Valley. And you know no, John DiMaggio, really good. Bender's in that Bender's in that movie. Playing Steve Ballmer. Oh really? That's John DiMaggio. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I did not know that until like I picked it up like I had to for my book that I'm I'm, I'm writing, I had to watch that movie and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty weird. There's yeah. a lot of like weird little like cameo well not cameos but people you don't expect to be in it yeah, yeah well no, and anthony michael great. hall is oh, bill yeah. gates so i didn't know that like I, I i watched it like oh i've heard of this mm-hmm. i'll check this out and i was like what he's and he's he's perfect oh yeah he's oh, perfect yeah. He fucking nails it yeah and uh yeah no i but okay so yes people should definitely listen to that podcast uh, wait, where uh, and they can find it on the website, and they can also find it through Huffington Post, right? Uh, yes, and we're also featured on Huffington Post. Um, and then, are you on Twitter? No, you're not on Twitter. No, is the podcast on Twitter? No. All right. No, yeah, uh, just Facebook. iTunes, Facebook, yeah. Facebook. Okay, yeah. so look it up. It's got a logo with eight bit portraits on it. I don't <laughs> think there's anything else called the Movie Film Podcast, so yeah. it should be easy to find. Yeah, Movie Film One Word. Yes. Oh, yes. Right, Movie Film One Word. So. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This has been a blast. Okay, good. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And uh, thank you for being here, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a good thing. And if you want to, end this on your favorite Simpsons quote. Oh, man. Right? I fucking, I'm sorry. That's the pressure, <laughs> that's the pressure you didn't ask for, man. Um, I go the big one, bitey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you again. Bye. Comedy on Vinyl is a production of Stolen Dress Entertainment. It is produced by Mike Warden and is hosted and edited by Jason Klom. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write your reviews. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl and Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl. Just keeping the flow. Fix 
Ps and test scores to get the best scores. Rather than Anna Ps all over the floor. I'm the kid that made the thing with C and R. Last name Simpson, first name Bart. I'm here today to introduce the next phase, the next step in the big Bart craze. I gotta dance real easy to do. I learned it with no rhythm and so can you. Ooh, so move your body, hip, you got the notion. Front to back in a rock-like motion. Now that you got it, if you think you can, do it to the music, that's the Bart move. Everybody, if you can do the fine dance, oh, yeah. shake your body, turn it out if you can dance. 